0: is now the ultimate power in the universe.
1: I forgot to add everyone. I forgot to add everyone. Hi. Hello. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast our live edition scarif live if you are not familiar if you are familiar thank you very much for joining us tonight we have a special discussion and i think this is the first scarif live um right after we did scarif con in chicago is that correct yeah it wow. is. Yeah, we've had hadn't had wow. one in a while. I think we all needed a break from uh, the rigmarole and uh, Andrew and family. We certainly missed you um, in Chicago, but uh yep. five is going to be off the chain. Police <laughs> will be involved. Fire CPD. <laughs> everybody's going to show up. Every, every, everybody in the <laughs> chat, we got uh, some wonderful folks in the chat. I see all of our friends. I remind myself of the, um, what was that show where the, the PBS show where the lady h- held up the mirror, romper room was that romper room?
0: I don't know. Uh, You're showing your age.
1: I <laughs> am <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely. I saw that look in your face too, Andrew. So definitely showing my age. But um, yeah, as you can tell, we've got Andrew from the Science Fictionary podcast, um, and uh, joining us tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about She Hulk. You guys ready? Yeah. Yes. excellent excellent let's see who's in the chat though we got joker voice in the chat and um i went right up to the top here to uh joker voice i think is going to surprise me he says he didn't hate it so that's uh very good we'll take it Um, (laughs) we'll take it thank you everybody good night (laughs) no (laughs) but um i want to remind everybody to stick around because we have a special giveaway i have a question for you guys we are going to be giving away uh, a Todd McFarlane Batman in um, Bermuda shorts, <laughs> if that's a thing. Um, but I have a brand-new action figure that uh, folks are will have an opportunity to win. Um, it's a tough one, though. If you have not listened to uh, our show, you might not get it. It's a direct question um, having to do with one of our previous shows, a show that uh, that we did with Andy and Andrew um about pirates so hopefully if you listen to that um you'll be able to answer the question and uh win a prize remember you can't win if you don't listen Andrew, what is going up with you? What's going on with you? Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to tell uh, the folks in the chat that may not be familiar. I think it's all uh, of our family members that know you and know everything about you. But in case a stranger stops by and listens to the show, (laughs) what is up with you and uh, what's your deal? All right,
2: so uh, I've got two podcasts, Science Fictionary Podcast and Coruscant Radio Underground, both of which you can find pretty much anywhere you would want to go find a podcast. And uh, we're starting to do a lot more on YouTube. I'm, I'm really leaning into it. I'm, I'm finally getting used to the idea of, uh, of doing some solo stuff when Marisha's uh, tied up with work. So, uh, you know, I I don't know if they'll be scheduled or if it's just going to be like i've got something i want to talk about and i'm going to pop on you know like i did the other night so um but i'm looking to do more of that and and we've got a lot of stuff coming up uh on the science fiction area we're in the middle of uh, i'm trying to plan i think what's going to end up being seven episodes of muppet related content very nice uh ending with uh the seventh episode will be muppets trivia Cool. Very awesome. nice.
1: Yeah, I caught uh, you did kind of like a little bit of an impromptu live stream a couple of nights ago. I caught that. It's always it's always nice to kind of just hang in the chat with you. Um, really fun discussions, but absolutely. And um, let's see. I'm gonna pull this up because uh, our blue wrench girl is making sure that people know who. Who we are. Thank you very much, Kelly. Uh, Sidebar Cantina, Lunar Girl. Check it out. So um, what else is going on? Um, Shanti, you've got some stuff coming up after, uh, again, I I think all of us kind of needed a break after ScarifCon. It was (laughs) mentally draining, physically draining. We all traveled to Chicago. We did our thing. We had a blast. Um, We're going to have to do it again next year. But um, what, Mm -hmm. what do you have going on, Shanti? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, something going on.
0: I really don't. Um, I, I mean, take two, attempt to get uh, an episode down of Scarf After Dark this coming Saturday. And honestly, I really don't think I have anything else unless there's something. Oh, we're doing a quick cuts on Wednesday with my uh, with my friend Nick. So that absolutely
1: be that'll be fun. And uh, we just dropped one on Thursday
0: mm-hmm.
1: with um, Blake from Dork Wars. Blake? And uh, our new friend, Ella, which was really great. Um, Speaking of Dork Wars, after Scarif Live, make sure that you guys head over to Dork Wars, the podcast. They're uh, going to be talking about the fate of the MCU with a couple of special guests. Check them out on YouTube. Look for them. Subscribe. Only on the Red 5 Network, my friends. Another Red 5 Network podcast. Excellent. So, um, let's get down to brass tacks. She Hulk. Um, <laughs> another divisive product from Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But let's um let's uh let's uh, I, I don't want to stir the pot because I think um yeah, you do. I guess I do, but um <laughs> let, let's Let's go around the table. Let's go around the table and do just kind of general thoughts. Um, Let's start with uh, Andrew. What did you think of the first episode of She Hulk? And obviously, you know, it's it's a series, but we're we're going to be talking about this first episode. I've already seen people judging the entire series on one show. What's going on there, Andrew? Well,
2: I mean, you know, why wouldn't they? You know, everybody (laughs) judges whole series before (laughs) one episode's out these days. So, um, you know, I, I don't. I don't hate it i don't have anything to dislike about it particularly i just didn't grab me and i'm sort of wishing that they would have done what they've been doing and given us two and maybe maybe a second episode because this first one there's no arc to this first one really it's just all set up it's all prelude to to the rest of the show um and i don't know i, I just there's there's nothing in it that really grabbed me mm-hmm um, but nothing, nothing that I'm just like, oh, I hate that. I, you know, I can't believe they did that. I mean, there's nothing I just don't. And, and there are some funny moments in it. There's some, there's some, some good moments. Um, I like the way it's shot. I like some of the creative things they're doing. I like that the characters not completely derivative of Hulk, mm-hmm. um, and and they seem to be. I mean, it, it's fairly in line with a lot of the early comic books and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, the, the Deadpool comparisons are going to be everywhere, breaking right. the fourth wall. And a lot of people aren't going That you know, a lot of younger people in particular aren't going to be realized, aren't going to realize that she was probably the first Marvel character to do this long before Deadpool was ever around. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um overall, again, I, I just I kind of wish they would have given me two episodes um to kind of get a little more into the story, because I don't feel like the story, I feel like we started the story in the courtroom and then we had this whole, the whole episode is an aside to give us the backstory. Yeah. And then we come back to the courtroom. We have about a minute, minute and a half and then it's it. And that's it. So I don't feel like we've even really gotten anything about backstory so far.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think you're right. I think another episode would have uh, helped push, especially towards the end because I think the end seemed to, I was going to say a little bit rushed. I I think it was a lot, a lot rushed.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like I expected to come back from that cutaway and have a good 10 minutes of something. And it's not, that's the end of the episode. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, did you see what cam did? did (laughs) No, no. it's, oh my God. Oh no. (laughs) It's, uh, he took that episode, but instead of, instead of whoever actually, um, appeared crashing through the wall, it was She-Hulk versus Kool-Aid Man, and you can <laughs> you can um, just picture uh, the rest of that. Absolutely hilarious. Look it up, Cam Ray Semi Productions. Funny guy, um, Shanti. What did you think of the uh, first episode of She-Hulk?
0: Where would this world be without Cam? Anyway, know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to know him is to love him. I, all right. I think I've already said this a couple times anything to write home about but I was entertained. I'm taking it as a sitcom. That's how it's playing out. That's exactly how it is. I'm seeing a lot of comparisons to Allie McBeal. I think that's actually really fair. Um I liked it. I thought it was light. I thought it was funny in the same way like you know with Miss Marvel, I don't know if it's gonna connect anything. Do I really care? I at this point I'm tired of thinking, I guess. <laughs> so so um yeah this was just fun it was just something nice to watch and unwind and relax and i already know who this actress is i've seen her in other things so for me it was it was fun watching her in this role even though yeah it's only the first episode i agree with andrew especially since this wasn't uh, a six episode arc this is going to be nine episodes i think mm-hmm. in that case yeah we probably uh, could have gotten away with this time with having two episodes dropped so yeah i definitely would have enjoyed that a little bit more just to get more backstory right yeah, yeah. I they were in kind of a
2: kind of a no-win
0: situation
2: for the storyteller here because Mm -hmm. they either you either do an origin which the Mm -hmm. whole series is what happened in this few minutes you know this this episode and you stretch that into a full season or with a villain somehow thrown in or you do exposition and just you know you know quick five minute exposition and then go straight into the courtroom stuff which You know either way someone's going to feel like oh you shouldn't have done that much exposition you should have just shown us or so or it's you know i there's not a right answer it's just i feel like if they had given us two episodes maybe there would have been more just more meat on the bone here as far as something yeah. to really latch on to story-wise and as far as the comparisons to Allie McVeal, i think those are i think that's accurate but I think we're going to get more into the courtroom drama. And that's what I want from this show. I want to see that. I want it to Mm -hmm. be different. I want to do this side of things and not just a typical superhero show. And I'm afraid that when it's over, this episode is going to feel totally different than the rest of the show.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I, I I can see that. And then even just now watching a little bit of the trailer that dropped, you know, that long trailer, it does already seem different. Um, in tone than what we just saw. Let's go back to talk about the exposition because Andrew, you did say that the most of the episode was basically kind of like a, a flashback or an explanation of, you know, what went on prior to the point where we meet her in, in her office. Right. Um I think, um, what did you think of of uh, you know the, the entire episode, just kind of dealing with that? There's a lot there, you know, and obviously we have seen a lot of accounts getting um, you know kind of angry at some of the things that she has uh, was saying to Bruce Banner about being a woman, um, dealing with that aspect of her character. Um, yeah. But uh, what did you guys think of that? I mean
2: i i kind of take that i mean i i can see how people could take the things she says and and find a reason to get upset about them but like at the same time like i constantly tell people because i tell my children this i tell other people this like don't dismiss other people's life experiences because it doesn't align with yours absolutely and so yes this these are things these things that upset her they do happen to people it's not like it's just something that doesn't happen Right. Um, so, but I think the other side of that is Bruce had his way of dealing with the trauma of becoming a Hulk and her way of dealing because it, it's a traumatic thing. Even if she's not, even if her transition to this new thing is <clears> not <throat> the same as Bruce's, it's still traumatic. Mm-hmm. And everybody deals with trauma different. So, I'm again, this is what I said earlier. I'm really glad that she's not a totally derivative character of the Hulk.
1: Right. Yeah. Shanti, what'd you think?
0: I I agree. I mean, do I, do I want the same storyline constantly spit out at me over and over again? No, because then of course what happens and with everyone wanting to complain about everything, then we'd be complaining, well, oh my God, this is just a rehash of the Hulk story and you just made her female. Then that's where I can see you can make the argument of, You're just trying to wipe them out or with this and that. But no, I like that she's having a different journey. And yes, her being of a different gender is going to make things different. So I do agree with that. There's There's just no way around it. So... We're gonna bitch to bitch. <laughs> you know, else.
1: one of the things that I picked up on, I think, you know, during um, during the explanation, or I guess during the scenes with Bruce and um, and She Hulk, you know, they were talking about how different they are. I mean, it, I I uh, I noticed a lot of um, of dialogue um, just on that one point that they are different. You know, Bruce Banner was trying to give her. Um, you know, this uh, trying to instill the fact that, you know, she's got to be responsible. And obviously we know Spider-Man's thing with great power comes great responsibility. She didn't want any of it. She just wanted to go back to her life and, and be an attorney and et cetera, et cetera. I think her, I think her character arc is going to be finding that, that fit between her really wanting to, to have things go back to normal, normal and accepting the fact that, you know, she probably will have to be a superhero at some point in her life and um, sacrifice the one thing that she really doesn't want to sacrifice. And at this point is it's her career. Um, and I think uh, I think people are maybe missing that point. I don't know. What do you think?
0: That's why. That's why I'm looking forward to Daredevil popping in because if anything, her storyline is going to align to me more to his because he's been given this something that he, you know, doesn't really want. I'm sure also in the beginning, if you, you know, but he also still wants to help people and still want to be a lawyer. And I think that's what this is going to be too is how she's going to channel now this new power, She Hulk, into being an attorney and actually helping out. So that's what I'm waiting for. I want Daredevil to come in already so I can see that dynamic.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, the yellow.
0: The yellow looks weird.
1: What was it, Bravo? That said, uh, or somebody said, uh, this proves that Matt Murdock is actually blind because <laughs> he picked the yellow outfit. Um, I got some stuff going on in the chat regarding um, the origin of She-Hulk, and I know that somebody had uh, screenshot a comic book panel about uh, her origin, and it did seem, you know, based on what I saw, and I, I again, I you know, I read She-Hulk a long time ago. And don't really remember a lot of what I read. She, I, I'm not sure. Does she actually have her own title? Or does she? I know she popped up in different. Oh, yeah. There's several. Um, she had her. Yeah. yeah okay. From what I
0: read, yeah. She had her own.
1: So, you know, it, it did seem like it was rushed. I think, how long was this episode? You're usually. You sure? If I had to
0: guess, i would say... Yeah. 35. 38. Yeah, 38
1: 30, 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. I think uh it would have benefited from you know some more time um all over the place. I think they probably maybe would have been able to shorten up the exposition and maybe elongated the 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 end the end like I said seemed a little rushed. Um but um yeah any any other thoughts on the exposition the explanation of uh what we get between Banner and uh and Cousin She-Hulk?
0: No, I mean, I liked it from what whatever, I, I like, mean, you know, again, yeah, the, this is not one that I'm familiar with. So from what I read, it seems like they did a pretty good job, actually, of being accurate, at least towards the comic book. So, yeah, I no mean, know,
2: in the comics, he intentionally gives her a blood transfusion. Right, say, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think this was the right decision. I think they rushed the way it happened, maybe, or forced mm-hmm. it a little bit more than sure. they had to but I'd also believe that this is a, I believe that the MCU's Bruce Banner would never intentionally infect someone with his blood.
1: Right. I can okay. see that. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. see that. I, I think, um, and you know, when, when she was being, um, well, when Bruce Banner was being pulled out of the, the vehicle and the blood infected her, I mean, you can see that he was like, just nervous. He's like, Oh, get away from me, get away from me. So I can kind of see yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, I was going to ask you, Andrew, um, regarding the comparison between, you know, our origin story that we get in this series versus the origin. Um, but like I said, I think somebody had screenshotted a, uh, a comic book frame of of that uh, blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, let's talk about uh, Tatiana. Um, she is pretty damn good. I mean, obviously, we've seen her in... Um, was the show she was in black
0: uh orphan black
1: orphan black she yeah. was amazing in that show and obviously she carried the entire series of that show because she was everybody right um i i'm just having a lot of fun watching her too and mm-hmm. in, in she hulk it's it's yeah. uh it's great what'd you guys I, think I think, she was
0: a, I think she was a good casting choice um i've seen her on one or two episodes of parks and rec that she was on and she was actually she was really funny and very witty and, but then I've seen her do drama because she was in the new Perry Mason reboot. And I almost didn't recognize her because she had a, a really, really blonde wig on. But I was excited when she got cast as this because I knew that she'd have the comedic chops. I believe she's done stand-up of some kind. So, and not only that, but her delivery and stuff, it works well with the fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall is a very yeah. tricky thing to do. So I want to see how they handle this because I actually didn't know until this came out that she was actually the first one to do this before Deadpool. So I already have I, Deadpool like in my yeah, mind. Right. So I want to see how they handle the fourth wall in this one.
1: And I was um when I heard that she was going to do that, and I don't remember her doing that in the comic books, maybe she did, but I I just I thought like wow, this is gonna be it's gonna be a little odd. Um, because they're bringing obviously another genre into the MCU, um, Mm -hmm. you know, sitcoms and and things like that. So it's, um, not that the MCU was void of comedy, obviously, because we Mm -hmm. talk about it a lot and there is a lot of, you know, self-aware comedy in there. Um, but this one, you know, this series takes it uh, one step, you know, past what they've done before. Um, well, there is a
2: slight difference in what they've done with Daredevil. I mean, Daredevil with, uh, Now, um, are
0: you okay, Andrew? <laughs> <on>. Reset <laughs> with,
2: with Deadpool, um, yeah. and, and she Hulk, and that when she breaks the fourth wall in that moment when she's in Hulk's bar, he hears her do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, normally a product.
2: fourth wall break is totally an aside, you know, it's like Chris right. right. Bueller, it's this, right. yeah, this actor having a conversation with the audience for a brief moment, just like you do in a play. But in yeah. this case, Hulk turns around right and looks at her and says, what? Yeah. And she's like nothing. And they both get this weird
1: look on their face. Like that was kind of weird. Right. Yeah. That's too cool. I think. Um, and again, I think, I think the actress really nails it. Um, not only to the role, but that breaking the fourth wall is, uh, mm-hmm. is very, I, I don't know. She's doing it very naturally. And I think I'm looking forward to the rest of the show. And uh, watching her kind of relate to to the situations there.
2: Yeah, I think the actress has been great. I and mean, she wasn't when they ca- when they announced her, I had been hoping for uh, Stephanie Beatrice from uh, Brooklyn nine oh, yeah. nine Brooklyn mm-hmm. nine nine um, but I mean this casting is good. I'd never seen this actress in anything, but mm. she' she did a really good job through the first episode. so
1: you've got to watch Orphan Black because it's it's pretty stupendous actually. I've heard good things. Yeah, she's really good.
0: I think she's the only actress to win an Emmy or something for playing multiple characters on a show or something like that. So it's a nice distinction to have.
1: Yeah. It's it's an amazing role for an actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To be able to play, you know, different variations of of somebody within one show. And and then just to kind of keep track of all that stuff. I mean, we talk about the the voice actor that plays all the clones. uh, Bradley, what's his name? so yeah that's 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 got to be tough um what else let's uh what is the chat talking about let me pull this now i
0: read in my little research of the actual comic book of the original it says that she eventually chooses to just stay in her she hulk form so do you see this show going in that same direction where we're probably never going to see her in her human form or do you think no It'll I don't take think a while so, before they decide to go that route.
2: I don't think that, I don't know that they'll ever go that route because just the expense.
0: Mm.
2: Sure. Yeah. Okay. The, the same reason they had to write in a way to have Bruce back as Bruce for part of this, because right you, you need a way to not have, to have those characters on screen and not be CGI sometimes. Right. Especially with Fair. all the, the complaints right now about how hard Marvel is pushing uh there's a C- uh, CG artist.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, did you guys notice anything different from when the f- the first trailer um uh, dropped versus the um the show?
0: Yeah. It just looked less fuzzy.
1: Mm.
0: It looked a little more clear to me and I also don't know if I mean they did say they went and retouched a couple of things, correct? I think it also has to do a lot with your TV to tell you the Sure. Truth. Yeah. What kind of TV you have, your settings? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I I didn't have a problem. Didn't think it was distracting. I actually thought she looked better than than Hulk. Yeah, there's always
1: um, there's always some difference between characters. It's all it's 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 not for me watching this. It wasn't really consistent. There's sometimes that she looked really great, and yeah. other times where she didn't. And the same thing with Bruce Banner. You know, there was some stuff that I kind of like you know, my behind the scenes eyes was looking at Bruce Banner going in and out of a shadow when they were, Mm. uh, in, in Mexico in the bar. And some of it looked like great. I'm like, Oh wow, that's really photorealistic. And then some of it didn't. Um, right. But, um, it's always interesting to see, uh, you know, ever since we had that, uh, that, you know, that drama with, um, with Sonic the Hedgehog, when that stuff was leaked out and the fans went crazy and they went back to the drawing board, um, it always fascinates me to see, you know, what the difference is between, you know, the the initial, like the version 1.0 versus, you know, what gets to release. And obviously now that it's streaming, I mean, they can keep tweaking um, the shows until – until they're satisfied and then just reload, you know, their content on their own streaming platform. Um, I think that's kind of a weird precedent to set. If, if they, mm-hmm. if all studios do that, because you want to be able to show your, you know, present your best foot forward on these shows. Um, but yeah, interesting. Any, um, any other thoughts on the, the, the visual effects or, or anything like that?
2: No. I mean, I I think they look okay. It's uh, Again, I I don't know how great, like, one of the difficult parts of her character in particular, I mean, at this point, if they don't have Hulk, you know, you can only blame Hulk on either not enough time for the uh, companies doing the CGI work, or they didn't put enough money, throw enough money at it, because they've had plenty of time to get Hulk right, but with her like her character and it's sort of what looks wrong about smart Hulk as well is they've made him more human. Right. 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 And so her character is more human. So now instead of this giant green rage monster, you know, she's just a, she's just bigger and green. And like, yeah. I, I don't know how real you're ever going to make that look like, what is, how, what is real when you're talking about that?
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's true. Yeah it's
2: always going to look like a big green woman. It's always going to look a mm-hmm. little off.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To me, he looked a little cartoonish, but.
2: And, and I may be totally It is wrong what it in is. A, in a couple but, of years, they may get it figured out and prove me completely wrong. But it's right. like, you know, when you look at stuff like everybody raves about like the CGI in uh, things like Avatar, that doesn't look real. Like nothing about that looks real. It looks like cartoon oh. characters and live action characters acting next to each other. Like, and everybody raves about that. So, like, is it just about expecting more from Marvel, or what is it?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think our suspension of disbelief when it comes to CGI characters, I, I think there's different levels. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the and the acceptance of those characters. Obviously, if you're watching, you know, like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, your brain knows, hey, those are not really mice yeah. and cats. Um, but when it comes to, you know, stuff like this, you know, our, our brains, because we want to believe, because we're going in there on purpose to be entertained. Um, yeah, that's that's, that's a, a very good point. And um, I still think
0: it looks better than, you know, what we've always been used to seeing, you know, decades in the past on TV. So it's oh, still yeah, almost television. movie quality, you know what I mean? Sure. So I mean.
1: Yeah. I do see those people that are posting screenshots of uh, the very first Iron Man versus – you know some of the stuff that has been, um, you know, released now, uh, and the first Iron Man still looks a lot better than some of the new stuff uh, according to them. And so, some of it I, I can I can see. Yeah, um, some of it was
2: that they were trying to, you know, his. It, they made it look real and metal and sure. and everything initially. And as the, you know, his his suit is nanotechnology. Later, it's not just steel. Right. Or it's, and so they tried to make it look different. And by doing that, I think they made it look more cartoonish.
1: Sure. Right. Yeah, I get it. Um let's see. I wanted to kind of touch on um when Bruce and uh what's her name? Carol or
0: what Jennifer.
1: Jennifer <laughs> Jennifer Walters. Walters. When they're in the car uh, right before the accident, and you have that spaceship that uh, made them crash, yeah. um, What uh, I've heard some rumors online and some people speculating about what that was. Um, what do you guys think?
0: I actually haven't seen anything about that. So, I mean, oh,
1: <laughs> it was obviously
2: there. Someone that the Grandmaster sent looking for the Hulk for for whatever reason. Uh, he said it was a, you know, a courier ship. So, is it delivering something? Was it sent to bring him back? Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about a planet, planet Hulk storyline, which would involve him leaving Earth again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I would tend to think that it's something along those lines. That it's just the Grandmaster trying to take the Hulk back to Sakar.
1: Sure. And that, you know, that's one of the things that bothered me. There was a lot of things that were thrown at us um, in mm-hmm. such a short first episode. I think they should have gone back to that story element, maybe teased it out a little bit. I, I feel that this episode was just like way too short um, for everything that they threw at us. And obviously, you know, again, I'm I'm, I'm being guilty of judging entire, you know, show with uh, just one episode. But um, Shanti, do you have a green light going on? I wish. Is that you being green or did you have some bad sushi?
0: (laughs) Uh, Piss at the post office for (laughs) losing my lightsaber Uh, blade.
1: That sucks. (laughs) Hope you get it soon. I want to see. Oh, if not, they're going to get it. So. All right. What else? What else are we talking about? Um, I I mean, I, I, I think I, I think overall I enjoyed the episode. I wasn't, yeah. I I think initially I was distracted with the CGI, but I think the um, what really got me through it is Tatiana's acting. I think I'm really having fun just watching her do her thing. Um, I'm enjoying the um, the sitcom aspect of things. Um, I'm enjoying her, her character. Um, and like I said, I think going forward i think her story arc really is going to be you know having to accept the fact that she's got these powers now um but I, you know i'm always interested to hear like other people's um complaints really because you know sometimes i don't see a lot of that because like you know I, i'll watch a project i've always said this i watch a project first just to kind of take it in and then i start picking it apart you know I, there's was it a perfect show? Everybody's saying no, it wasn't perfect. No, but uh, oh. you know, I, I think I was entertained. But again, um,
0: I'm not. I'm not expecting gold standard on every single show. That's just sure. not realistic. You know what I mean? If not, I mean, I, I know not everyone puts any importance on award shows, but if not, every show would get freaking nominated. You know what I mean? So, I, I like I said at the beginning i mean not every show now because we're so programmed by mcu now that everything's got to connect everything's got to be attached to something and some things i think can just be for entertainment i am viewing she hulk as if i'm sitting down to watch an episode of friends it's just a sitcom it's just it's it's for fun it's not to be taken super seriously one of the complaints that i saw was about the wire work in the courtroom it's supposed to look like that. It's supposed to be silly, you know. So that that is something that I'm not going to harp on. That is something that I'm not going to say it looks stupid. To me, the wire work in Kill Bill looks goofy too. So, and that's sure. a great movie, but it I think that's just intentional. So just relax,
2: enjoy it. I think overall, the only thing that really disappointed me about the episode was. Um, so we go through the whole backstory, we come back to the courtroom and the character that's kind of been hyped as in the comics, one of her big villains and kind of was kind of hyped to be that in this. And, uh, Titania, um, comes crashing through the wall and yeah, she, I mean, it's not even a fight. No. Like, and so it's like, yeah. well, you know, all that buildup and like, we didn't even get a real fight
1: that's my complaint about the fact that okay so now disney and mcu have um all this real estate in their streaming properties why are you doing why are you still doing broadcast lengths i, I just don't, I don't get know
0: it. I mean i don't think it should be an hour either just because it is playing so much out like as as a sitcom and it's yeah you got to be careful with comedy you't you you do not want to overdo do it either so i don't know if i would want to have this there. to 55 minutes but you could yeah. have at least maybe done 45 but it sure. does feel like they're trying to do a tarantino because now they've given you a taste of this one now what is the next episode going to be going into her backstory and bringing to the present please like don't pull a book of boba fett because that was something i didn't like the constant Jumping adding. back and but
2: forth. I, I, I don't know why they're so stuck on the length of their shows. Yeah. Um, I think that they're making a mistake. I think when you look at, now I think Stranger Things went way too far the other way. I mean, two and right. a half hours for a TV episode is ridiculous. It, it took me three sittings to get through it. Right. Uh, because w- when I normally watch TV, it's like I've got time to watch a show. So mm-hmm. I kept having to turn it off and come back. But, um, you know, when you look at shows like, um um the the orville and i I know which i know you're gonna give me a look roe but the orville (laughs) like this season of the orville those episodes are like an hour and 25 minutes hour and 30 minutes long like they're um you know they're 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 not feature length they found a happy middle but they can tell a full story without having to rush things but you know, when we first kind of started talking about the advantages of everything going to the streaming service, and it's really what they kind of pitched with Disney Plus, at least not Disney Plus directly, but some of the early shows on it, was that, hey, if we've got 50 minutes worth of story, we'll do 50 minutes worth of story. If we've got 30, 35 minutes worth of story, we'll do 35. They don't seem to be doing that, though. They seem to has as time has gone, really tried to compress everything into like a 40 minute window. Right. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And as much as I don't like binging, then they should do something like Stranger Things, you know, where you release like half the season in one drop, give it a couple of weeks, and then release the other half, you know, in another drop. I don't, I I think some of these are not benefiting from the weekly format when it comes to the, the,
2: the, the all in one drop though is done. Like Netflix is fixing to have to bail on that. They're, they're hemorrhaging money. Yeah, um, Netflix, and that's what's killing them. You put mm-hmm. it out, people watch it. I because I know tons of people that I say, hey, if you watch this on Netflix, oh well, next time I turn it back on, I'll watch that.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and, and it's so they wait till that one thing they really want to see comes on. They turn it on for like a week, and they turn it back off. So they're paying like a month subscription, a year, right? Basically, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's the reason Netflix is the only company doing it. And uh, I think those days are, are numbered for Netflix.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, there's uh, obviously advantages. I think we did not have, my wife and I did not have HBO when Sopranos uh, was rolling. And I think somebody had loaned us the DVDs of all of it. And this was before um, before the, the major brands had their streaming channels, obviously, mm-hmm. back in the day. And um, we liked... Binging Like we would pop one DVD in, watch like five episodes, and then we're like, oh, my God, uh, let's keep going. Um, I think there are certain shows that benefit from, from having uh, a full season drop and certain shows may not. But there doesn't seem to be like a happy middle. Um, like right now, I'm like scratching my head about what we just saw with She-Hulk for the most part why they decided to cut it so short um i i'm curious because i want to watch more but i gotta mm-hmm. wait a week you know right. we're, we're gonna get um uh, basically uh an, an almost a 90 minute movie for andor because they're dropping their first three episodes right which i which i think is great yeah. but uh, you know where did that decision come in you know we, we it was never you know I, I think that was kind of like I don't know. Andor has morphed already um you know several times um which uh you know whatever That's true. but they yeah. only seem
0: to do that with Star Wars cuz I can't think of any Marvel show that they've pumped out where they re- dropped more than one episode on the on the premiere. Sure. they only seem no. to be doing it with Star Wars. I don't know why. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: No, I think you're I'm right. Trying to
0: remember. Yeah. Yeah, Kenobi. so why they're choosing to make that distinction and not just you know have them both released you know in the same yeah. way i think I mean, you know
1: streaming is still young and i think they're kind of playing around with format they're playing with marketing you know Andor is going to be dropping like we mentioned the first three episodes um they're re-releasing rogue one in theaters and okay. showing you know uh exclusive nine minutes worth of andor um right. during um rogue one uh, at select theaters so um you know, I don't know. It's, uh, it's kind of, a you know, push and pull with, uh, with marketing, which, uh, I find interesting There, you know, mm-hmm. I, there's no science to it. I think they're kind of just seeing what works, seeing what doesn't. Um, but I, for one, you know, enjoy longer, you know, first episodes. I, I don't like this or any episodes. I, I don't like the 30 minute, you know, episode drop. It's weird. Yeah. Especially when, you know, like I said, you've got all this time, um,
0: It makes me feel like the well is dry. Hmm. It's true. You yeah. can't, you know, I mean, listen, I haven't... They've been entertaining to a certain extent, but I haven't really liked this phase of MCU all that much. Like, I didn't like the light, The last Doctor Strange movie. I didn't think it was anything to write home about. And, I mean, really, the only one that I have really, really loved has been Spider-Man and Shang-Chi. I didn't like Eternals at all. So are they just once again, are they just spreading themselves too thin writers for this writers for that? Is it just, is it becoming too much?
1: I think one of the things regarding this latest phase in, in the MCU, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think Andrew, you're the one that mentioned this, you know, we're getting into these stories where they're uh, the issues or the problems are like world devastating. And, and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are getting lost. Yeah. With explanations like, okay, wait, what's going on? The universe is doing what? And, you know, sometimes you just want to get back to Spider-Man rescuing a cat out of a tree, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is why I'm really, really happy about what Kevin Feige said a couple of weeks ago about uh, Spider-Man and uh, Daredevil basically being the leader, the new leaders for the street level superheroes.
1: Yeah. And I think that's cool all right um again i wanted to remind you guys after uh i think dork wars goes on after us around what eight or eight fifteen 15 central so in about a half an <laughs>
0: hour yes if you
1: guys uh head over to dork wars uh they've got some special guests talking about the fate of the mcu and um our giveaway We have a giveaway. Before I do the giveaway, I wanted to ask you guys if you guys had any final thoughts or you wanted to touch on anything that uh, our friends in the chat have uh, mentioned. Anything? uh, I know the chat's been going for quite a while now.
0: mid credit scene.
1: Oh, that's right. Here we go. (laughs) I was going to ask you, um, do you guys think uh, Steve Rogers
0: i thought it was funny thought... <laughs> some people had a problem with it i read this article in the nerdist about how like oh did we really need that i'm like oh my god it's like you know what can we just please get uh, over ourselves for like two <laughs> seconds yeah. like you know look miss marvel had a very clear uh target audience and that definitely was for pre-teens and like high schoolers and this one is obviously being geared more towards you know uh older teens and then of course us as, as, as adults so for did me i, did I, I know... enjoyed that part of it it's been a running joke about yeah. captain america for a while so they touched upon it. who cares such
1: prudes. did i notice a lot of a lot more like r-rated stuff in this like uh, I, yeah. there... she,
0: flipped off. she literally flipped off bruce banner when he threw her off the cliff
1: yeah she that, that bullshit,
0: was i think it was, it was i enjoyed it whatever
2: granted we've always done stuff like that with guardians of the galaxy so it's not yeah. necessarily new in the mcu right. uh, they've always been a little more edgy i just feel like
0: where well, guardians tries 13. to be edgy
2: it works and i felt like where this tried to be edgy it didn't mm-hmm. um i mean that last scene it does nothing for it's just their attempt to be to be meta because right. that's been a conversation that's what this show's gonna try to do i'm a little scared that's them trying to be a little too deadpool with this okay
0: and
1: okay.
2: uh, with the, the meta references, um, I mean, it may have worked for some people. It's fine. I, I'm not going to have a fit that it's in there, but it did nothing for me. I just don't think the joke landed.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. Guys in the chat, this is going to be hard because I don't think anybody in the chat listens to our. hold on a second let's see here all right Mm. we are giving away a todd mcfarlane batman in bermuda shorts action figure brand new in the package sending it out to a winner somebody that answers this question and um, hopefully you have listened to every single Scarif podcast since we started back in 2019 in order for you to answer this question. And I'm hoping that you have listened to it at least five times each episode. That would be great. All right. In the episode of the scarf Scuttlebutt podcast where Andrew and Andy talked about pirates lovely lovely episode. Andy compared what show to battles to the Battlestar Galactica reboot in the aspect of their first season being more dedicated to world building. Andrew and Andy were talking about a certain show regarding our pirates episode the legacy of pirates which is uh, an awesome discussion i was actually blown away at the amount of knowledge that you guys had about pirates and um it's one of my uh one of my favorite episodes that we've done so i'll repeat the question you guys can put it in the um, in the chat, if not, if you think about it or if you cheat and go back and just listen to that show <laughs> and direct message me with the answer, um, I'll give you guys that. Um, again, the question is Andy, uh, you know her as Plus Verb on Twitter compared what show to the Battlestar Galactica reboot in the aspect of their first season being more dedicated to world building. So Check that out if you have an answer. I doubt anybody's going to have an answer in the chat now. You're going to have to go and cheat and listen to that episode. So check it out. Tag us. Tag a friend who likes pirates. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to Scarefly Live here on YouTube. And uh, let us know you did that. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. I bet you you guys don't even know. Andrew was in the show, and I bet you he doesn't remember. I
0: hosted it. I don't (laughs) remember.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Any final thoughts on She-Hulk? I'm going to get something while somebody says something here.
2: Um, I think it's a, I, I think that it was an okay start and I hope that it really ramps up from here. I like the actress. I like the character. Um, I kind of like what they're setting up, even though I think that it was a little bland.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was bland, but only because it was just super short. I think when I started to get really into it, I was like, uh, "Where's the rest of it?" Um, but uh, I'm, you know, looking forward to more She-Hulk to see where this story goes. And uh, somebody mentioned what it was—a nine-episode uh, series. Nine. Yeah, nine. Excellent. Um,
0: Shanti, what uh, <laughs> final thoughts there? Josh and Bravo are just spitting out <laughs> answers. <laughs> yeah. Again, it wasn't anything out of this world. I'm not going to say it's five out of five stars, but I can't say it was one star. (laughs) Don't be a Caribbean, Cincinnati. Oh, my God. Shut up, Josh. No. I I was entertained. It's fine. It was a great little escape. I enjoyed it. I want to come back and and see what they have planned. Like Andrew said, I I don't want to sit here and just base my opinion of the entire show on this one pilot episode that's how i look at it is a pilot episode and there are very few shows where the pilot episode i'm like wow so yeah sure. no. am yeah. i raving about it no but i enjoyed it
1: yeah i enjoyed it too we'll see uh whoops we'll see what uh what we do on the next right? one <laughs> Did
0: anyone get it right
1: i doubt it <laughs> All in the family
0: Swiss Family Robinson, Gilligan's Island, Babylon 5,
1: Peppa Pig. That's a good one. So, yeah, if you have the answer, the if you have the actual answer, go ahead and direct message me either on my personal account or the Scarif account. I would love to send that Batman out um, to a winner. Check it out. Look at those shorts. Sexy. Well, oh, you know what? And I think i'm gonna to have to look at the package does it come with a bomb i'm not sure
0: oh man we'll have to check that'd be great Chocolate bomb.
1: all right guys uh thank you in the chat for uh joining us on tonight's Scarif live andrew thank you so much let's tell yeah. the folks let's remind the folks where people can find you guys andrew
2: uh, yeah, find uh, find me running the Twitter account for the show at Sci underscore Fictionary. You can find the Science Fictionary podcast and of course not Radio Underground anywhere you listen to podcasts. And uh, also, real quick, I want to throw out there, keep an eye open tomorrow night. I'm going to be throwing out the uh, kickoff stuff for the Parsec Fan Awards.
1: Very nice. Uh, tomorrow. Awesome. So the uh,
2: nominations will open up tomorrow night.
1: Excellent. Looking forward to that second annual parsec awards keep all your channels open baby shanti what's up with you remind folks where people can stop by and say hello to you
0: i am at selena kyle 29 on twitter and instagram and you can also find me at Scarf after dark on twitter and instagram and one thing i forgot to mention in the beginning when you asked me is i am also playing with kelly and bravo tomorrow at uh, 6 p.m easter we'll be playing uh, old republic and that'll be, I think, on both YouTube and Twitch. So that'll be a lot of fun. Very nice. And speaking of games, if you guys are into games, don't
1: forget we have a gaming channel, a gaming group uh, mm-hmm. under Red5 Gaming. So give them a follow. And uh, we also have some tabletop action with Red5 Tavern. If you guys are into Dungeons and Dragons, doing a little uh, D and D action join uh, Brad and the crew at the red five Tavern Friday nights. I think uh, they changed the times a little bit. It's either nine or sometimes it's 10, but I think they moved it up an hour because um, Kelly can't stay up past 1 AM. Right. We're all old, man. (laughs) something like that. Excellent. Um, All right, chat. Remember, send me your answers if uh, if you can. Send me the correct answers. You know what? I'll take some wrong answers, too, because you guys are killing it over there. <laughs> those are some funny ones, man. Mark and Mundy. Mindy. Yeah. Excellent. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you for joining us here on the Scare Scuttlebutt podcast. <clears throat> we have shows that drop. Audio versions of shows drop every Thursdays. When we have some topics, we've got some great shows, uh, kind of uh prepping uh with some friends. Um, always interested to do some mega crossovers, hint hint, Andrew. But um, absolutely thank you guys. Follow us wherever you get your other favorite podcasts and shows. Don't forget to check out the Red Five network for a slew of content creators, both audio and YouTube. We are available. Wherever you find your favorite podcast, redfive network.com or bio.link slash red five, the number five. Don't forget, it's a five and it's red. Thank you very much for joining us next week. We're gonna talk about she hulk some more, possibly, and ask the question: does she hate men? Hey! <laughs>